Opinions voiced in this program are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, accountant, and financial advisor or tax advisor prior to investing. Securities are offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, SIPC. Good morning and welcome to Beyond the Business on News Radio 94.3 WSC. Each Saturday morning at 7.30, successful business leaders and entrepreneurs from across the low country talk about what it takes to succeed in business and in life now your hosts of beyond the business eric cox and leslie haywood and great saturday morning low country welcome to another edition of beyond the business heard exclusively here on 94.3 wsc every saturday morning from 7 to 8 i'm one of your hosts eric cox here with the lovely and talented i don't know how talented i'm feeling this morning <laughs> You are definitely lovely and definitely talented. <laughs> I'm kidding. And we're thank glad you. to be sitting in the chair next to you. Oh, well, thank you, Low Country, for sharing your Saturday morning with us. And make sure and continue the fun beyond Saturday mornings and go to our Facebook page, Beyond the Business, or talk to us on Twitter at BTBCHS, which stands for Beyond the Business Charleston. Um, and, I, and if you happen to miss uh, last week's show or any of our previous editions, go to the website, Coastal wm.com click on the radio icon and you can listen to all of our podcasts of last four years wisdom in entrepreneurship i know i like that people you know stories you don't i love it i know i again this this week we get to continue on part two two of of a very interesting and personal story and i love how all of our guests um really open up about the trials and tribulations of their life and it's so hard to separate life from business. And, it is um, indeed. And, and Moira Kasaba, thank you for coming back. Great job last uh, Saturday. You. And uh, I want to say real quick to you two lovely ladies, because tomorrow is Mother's Day, a happy Mother's Day. Oh, and thank to my you. amazing thank you. wife, happy yes. Mother's Day. Happy and Mother's to Day, Lee. My great mom, Miss Jean, happy Mother's Day. I love you. So, got all that out there. Yay. Kudos, you, Brian Kudos. Point. I'm good. Right? I know. I'm good. You're good. You're all right. You drop so, the mic. You can leave. <laughs> Laura, so uh, last week we were leaving off. You had moved to Charleston and for 13 years uh, started and ran a Pilates studio, kind of grew it, as you said, organically and mm-hmm. um, got to a point which uh, is very admirable that you just knew uh, you had, I think, as you said, maxed out and had to walk away and pursue a different path in life. And uh, again, as an entrepreneur, to be able to walk away from something you start, have your blood, sweat, and tears in is is challenging. Mm -hmm. But as you said last week, you felt like there was more to do. And so kind of reiterate that fact for those who maybe missed the show last week. Yeah, you know, I just, it it had become a little monotonous. Like I had grown the business, I had changed the business we had we had done we i'm just the type of person that if we're not growing and we're not doing things and we're not changing things like monotony is just not my cup of tea and so it had gotten to that point where we had done all we could do and so it had gotten monotonous and so i decided to sell it and to pursue different things i I initially just sold it and decided to work out of the house because the kids were babies and i had that freedom where i can just you know not have the overhead kind of just take it down to a really small scale. But even at that point, I just knew that I needed to be doing something. I needed to be doing more with my life is what it came down to, you know? And so I really just, gosh, for two or three years, tried to figure that out. And I would sit down with my husband, who's also an entrepreneur, 
And we would look at these avenues of like possibly going back to school and getting different degrees. And it was like, okay, so we're going to give up your income, pay for you to go back to school, which is going to take you 10 years because you have kids. And you're going to come out on the other end and make less than you're making right now. Like there just wasn't a solution to it. And I was really interested in the nutrition side of things and just kind of alternative health and a lot of schooling that was on the West Coast, which also was not really an option. And I just felt really, really stuck. And what happened was we were drinking a lot of juice. We were big cold pressed juice drinkers. And, um, you know, I'd done juice cleanses with lots of my clients and everybody was actually getting their juice shipped overnighted from California. My entrepreneurial wheels were turning. I was like, this is ridiculous. I see thousands of dollars being, you know, transacted in front of my eyes and juice being shipped from California every day. And so we decided to open up a cold press juice company. It was kind of a long time coming. You know, you sit around and you talk about these business ideas and it got to the point where it's like we either need to do this or stop talking about it. So we decided to do it and um, we formed a partnership and we launched Blue Barn Juice Company. And, you know, it was, of course, a year in the works before the doors opened. Um, We had investors, you know, we kind of we put the company together knowing that we might bring it to a national level. So we had like, you know, a website put up that or a website developed that was, you know, capable of being a national platform and doing all the things that those big, big, big companies do. And it was awesome. I mean, it was super fun. It lit my fire. It was, you know, creating a brand, doing the marketing, developing the website, figuring out how to cold press juice. You know, I didn't even know how to do that. Um, All the things that go into a business like that. And that's what I was really craving was something exciting and something to create change in people's lives here in the culture in Charleston. And it was it was successful. It was way we overshot the mark on our projections. And, you know, we Blue Barn Juice was popping up everywhere. It was super fun. But what happened was at the end of about two or three years of me working 24 seven into the ground with babies, you know, at home. Right. You can only do that for so long. And I was 100 percent. I knew what I was getting into as an entrepreneur. But, you know, I mean, I always say if your business is thriving, it costs more money because you're expanding. If your business is failing, it costs more money because you got to put more money back in the business. You are always putting more time and you are always putting more money in before anything goes in your pocket. And because we wanted to grow it and grow it and grow it and grow it, no money was going back in the pocket, right? (laughs) you know? And when we wanted to expand, it, it, of course, everybody underestimates the capital involved always, I think. And so, you know, we got to that point where then we needed to start doing things like borrowing against our house, which was never in the plan. But things were going really well. So let's do this. Let's make this really tough decision that we didn't think we were going to have to make. You know, my husband's like, I thought this was just like a side hustle for you. (laughs) Right. Right. Now the house is on the line. (laughs) Yes. And so what happened at the end of about three years was, I mean, I just hit a breaking point. I truly hit a breaking point with, I just can't do this anymore. I was so stressed out. I mean, when I say stressed out, like it's such an understatement. I was broken and my family was unraveling. My marriage was unraveling. Like the amount of stress as the woman and the mom in a house, like, you know, you are the heartbeat of the home. Mm -hmm. And when the heartbeat of the home is like losing her mind every day, Mm -hmm. 
And it was things like, you know, it was my company. So when an employee didn't show up, I had to go in. Like, I probably left the dinner table four nights a week to go do something. And it just chipped away at the core of everything that really mattered. And so we got to this pivotal point. So I had, um, what's key here is I had randomly met a girl out in California that had kind of given me some advice on the juice business side of things. But she was also a coach. And at the time, she said, hey, I coach these groups. You should join me. And I was like, sure, sign me up. I'll always sign up for any health or fitness kind of challenge. And so I had been doing this health and fitness challenge of hers as I was launching this giant juice business. And what I didn't realize was happening, looking back, I saw her start this coaching career or this coaching path. And I saw her kind of, you know, all of a sudden, like, have this tribe of women that she was masterminding with and working with. And I saw her creating change in people's lives. And I saw her truly step up as a leader and become a real entrepreneur and have a lot of success with this coaching thing. So it was fundamentally all the things that I was trying to do with the juice business. But I was, you know, running myself into the ground. And she kept saying, have you ever thought about coaching? I was like, yeah, no, I will never. I got enough on my plate right now. Yeah, and that's just what I said. I was like, I can't even think, like, I can't even keep my head above water. That's the last thing I want to do and the last thing I would ever just can't do it. And I remember coming home. I actually went out to California one day or one trip and I met her in person for the first time. And she was kind of just like this really great friend of mine. And I was so excited for all of her success. And I was really encouraging her in that success. And she brought it up again. And I was like, if you only knew what my life looked like right now. Like, it's falling apart. And she said to me, she said, you know, but I feel like this would put it back together because that's what it's done for me. And I came home and I told Brian, (laughs) my husband, and he looked at me like I had three heads. (laughs) You know, he's like, I mean, I don't even know if he said anything. It was just kind of the look on his face. I was like, never mind, bad idea. I'm just going to like table that one. And um, and the next day he came up and this is like such a turning point in my life. He was doing these workouts that were part of this challenge group that I had been a part of. And it was really a solution for our life because we had both transitioned from going to the gym for years to working out at home, which just really fit our family. And he came upstairs at 6 a.m. and I was making a cup of coffee and he just looked at me and he said, you know, I thought about what you said about that coaching thing, and I really think you need to do it. And I looked at him like he was crazy, and I was like, well, that's not what you said yesterday. (laughs) And in that moment, I don't know exactly what his words were, but the gist that I got was, if you don't do something, I don't know what's going to happen because we can't do this anymore. Right. Something has to change. Something has to change. And he did say in that moment, I know what makes you tick, and it's helping others. And if that's what this is going to give you, you need to do that. So here we were, you know, house is leveraged, but the business is still successful. We're looking at it like, are we going to go national? Like, is this going to be the entrepreneurial dream where like it goes, you know, to this huge other level and we make millions of dollars. And so Brian and I would sit there and I would say, okay, best case scenario, this is what happens. We make, we make the dream happens, you know, and we're not married anymore and our kids are messed up. What does it matter? Right. It doesn't matter. And when we looked at everything on paper and when we thought about it with our heads, we really thought 
this could be the biggest financial mistake we ever make in our entire lives. Because if I walk away from the company, we're losing everything that we've built. And the only option we had was to lose everything that we had invested. And if we had talked to anyone about that, they would have said, you're making the biggest mistake of your life. You're going to just walk away from the company you built to go be a coach. Right. Like, what are you? Have you lost your mind? Have you lost your mind? But so there was several months in there with this like, you know, angel devil kind of thing on my shoulder. But every time I listened to my heart and my gut, it led me to this very, this path that looked insane, that looked silly, that looked beneath me, that looked just like, what do you, I, I mean, I was so fearful of what people would think of me. I was, mm-hmm. you know, I was so wrapped up in what others were going to say. You know, they were going to be like, okay, first she had this Pilates studio, then she had this great juice company. And now she's just, even my mom was like, and now you're just going to abandon that and go down, you know, it was, it was so difficult. But what I know is those dreams and that that path that you couldn't have even dreamed up for yourself doesn't happen unless you take those risks, unless you walk through those fears, unless you do the unconventional. And this was way unconventional. Right. You know, it's it's funny. Something that I also learned going through something similar was that we think that people care a lot more about us Mm. than they do. Like yes. after I licensed, get you know, Grill Charms and it was gone and, you know, people really could care less about me. <laughs> like they weren't that invested in my success. Yeah. And I it was almost freeing. It's like, oh, my God, you really could care less what I do. <laughs> and they were on to the next, you know, they're on to the next thing. Yeah. So I'm so glad that you followed your heart. But now as for other people that have businesses, how did it look like? shedding that business how what did you do did you sell it did you did you lose everything like so there had to have i been- did um i walked i kind of walked out and became like a silent partner meaning publicly it wasn't it wasn't public knowledge that i wasn't part of the company anymore i kind of s- stayed on just as the face a little bit when i needed to be the face and i kind of went in my little closet and started like learning about coaching and pursuing this other path and it was just a passion project. You know, it was like I I'm when I say we were falling apart and I was falling apart, like I just needed something that fed my soul again. And that's what this work did. I had no intentions, none. I just wanted to stay home for five minutes and like, you know, see my children and see my husband. I didn't want another business. I did not want another job. I just wanted a break. But this work with coaching other people and really creating change in people's lives. I mean, I don't know if that fulfilled like my addictive personality, but it, I just couldn't turn it off. You know, it just made me so happy. And, and what I remember, and I was on a leadership call last night and I said, when I first started this, I remember the very first week that I really dug into this coaching path and I was reading a lot of personal development and I was just having all these like ahas and I was, you know, more present with like my gratitude practice. And I was just learning all these inside things. And Brian came home from work at 530 and I was sitting in my office and I said, I don't care if I ever get paid a penny for this. I will wake up every single day for the rest of my life and do this because of who it is making me and and how it's changing us and how I'm showing up differently as a mom. And I think 
because I have that belief today still that that's when success comes. You know, I would do it without the paycheck. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Not many people can say that. Would you do your work without the paycheck? Yeah, I think I would. Would you? If I, I mean, obviously you have to have money and resources to get through in life. But uh, the same thing about changing people's lives. Yeah, true. When people come to us and tell us without us, you know, they wouldn't be able to retire. They wouldn't right. be able to send their kids to college. They wouldn't be able to do all these things. And uh, I get the, the feeling yeah. of the people we work with. It's, it's even more than the money. It's you take this pressure off our shoulders. You allow mm-hmm. us to be good parents. You mm-hmm. allow us to enjoy parts of life without worrying about the money side. Right. And I actually had a conversation yesterday with one of my clients about that. It was like, enjoy your retirement. Let me worry about your money. Right, mm-hmm. right. And to truly put that burden on our shoulders. And so yeah. you're doing the same thing. You're shifting that. Yeah. Uh, and I, I believe mildly in the coaching thing. I, I, uh, I'll i get some kudos here because I came up in Charleston and early on in my career, discovered coaching and found this amazing angel in my life, mm-hmm. uh, Claire Stir, who unfortunately is no longer with us, but there's many out here maybe listening this morning as part of her mastermind group coming mm-hmm. through and the impact that she had in my life yeah. is is tremendous. So uh, I believe mildly in what you're doing. Yeah. Well, and it is so powerful. And again, I didn't know what I actually was getting into. Like I just followed that heart calling and I didn't want to get into fitness. You know, I didn't want to do any of that. And having taught Pilates for so long and seeing people privately, I always taught private Pilates. So I really got connected to my clients and I'd see them twice a week and I'd try to help them with nutrition. I obviously was helping them with fitness. But what I didn't realize I was having, getting the opportunity to do in coaching is, you know, yes, we'll work on your fitness and I'll give you a plan. Yes, we're going to talk a big time about nutrition because that's really 80% of the physical, you know, puzzle. But let's talk about your mindset. Let's talk about your habits. Let's talk about your self-limiting beliefs and your fears and your, you know, how you feel about yourself. And like, let's shift everything that's going on in your head, because when we do that, you actually will show up for your workouts. You you actually will make the right choices when it comes to nutrition and also having this voice that I think is so important for women that this is not about perfection. You know, I also part of the story that we didn't get to is I have an eating disordered past or disordered eating past. So I went through that for for decades, like all of my 20s. And so I know the struggle so well. And whether you had an eating disorder, I mean, I I hate to make a judgment like this, but I've worked with women very intimately for so many years. Almost everyone has some type of disordered relationship with food and with their body. And when I can heal that and when you can free a woman of that, everything changes. Everything changes. And so to hear people say with tears rolling down their face, like, everything's different. Like, I'm a different mom. I'm a different wife. My marriage is different. I was never able to make that kind of impact in people's lives. And it's funny because a lot of times people come to me, they see like health and fitness and they're like, I want to lose 10 pounds. And then I get these emails that are like pages long, like, you know, I just wanted to lose 10 pounds. I had no idea what I was, what was going to happen. I had no idea what you were going to bring into my life and how you were going to change it because it's just my, my jam. I mean, I love personal development and I feel like every single road led to this. So when you look back over your journey and you have this experience of, you know, uh, sort of the solo entrepreneur with the Pilates in it small and it kind of grew 
organically. And then you get in this other scenario where it had the potential to become, as you said, national and big, and you're dealing with a lot mm-hmm. broader, bigger thoughts. And now you're sort of in a, I guess, an in-between space. When you look as an entrepreneur at all those different venues, uh, what advice would you give our entrepreneurs listening this morning when they're thinking about where am I taking a business and where am I going next and all the decisions they're having to make? Maybe behind that as a coach, what's some of words of wisdom you would give them? I mean, I think going back to what I said earlier, like you've got to be committed. I think there's so many people that have ideas and they're interested and they think about it. But like there comes a point where like you have to make a commitment and you have to go full throttle and you have to just pursue it with relentless passion. But you also have to make sure you are passionate about it. You know, I don't think anything's going to be that successful if you are if it's just a job, at least for me, if it's just about the numbers. You know, when you can do something that you feel like you would do in your free time, you know, whether it was this entrepreneurial dream or not, that's when you're going to find the success. You know, I mean, I I live, eat, breathe and sleep my work because it's not work. And I can remember, you know, my husband, because we I've done so well with this, having this kind of epiphany of like, we were in Hawaii and we were walking on the beach and he's like, uh, like we could retire at a completely different stage that we thought we could retire. And I remember the, the moment of when he said that, I thought to him or I said to him, but I don't ever want to retire. Wow. Like I want to do this. You might need find to find something to do. Because <laughs> I'm going to be doing Mama's this. Mama's going to be I'm going to be doing this. <laughs> I'm going to do this. You know, and sure. so it has to have this this piece of it where you're creating change in the world, where you're feeling that you're making an impact and you're progressing and you're growing and you're contributing, at least for me. And I know you're the same, Mm -hmm. you know, if your entrepreneurial dream doesn't involve progress and contribution, it's going to stall out and you're going to lose the fire just like I did with the juice business. Like it became too much, you know, and, and I was out. Well, speaking of change and progress and, you know, you said you you kind of are addicted to change and doing more. Mm-hmm. What does your business look like in the future? Where where do you want to take question. it? Yeah. So, you know, my business is actually two parts. So I, I coach these people through, you know, these online communities, which sounds really cold and it's anything but it's like so the opposite end of the spectrum, because I think when you're in an online community, you're a lot, you, it gives you permission to be vulnerable. And so you actually build this incredible connection with people. But I get to do that. But then I get to mentor coaches to become coaches. So I, I'm teaching people how to build businesses, which is super fun for me because that's what I love. I love the entrepreneurial side of everything. But I get to create the change in people's lives and just to grow that team, you know, um, to, to grow, to really pour into and teach women specifically how to be entrepreneurs and how to grow that. And the the client side of things, what I'm switching into is more of this corporate, um, bringing this into corporations and into office settings because I've gotten a chance to do some of that. And when you can bring, you know, this component of fitness, this component of nutrition, but this component of mindset and habit changing and, and morning process, all the things that I love to talk about, when you can bring that into an office setting and you see people cheering each other on, competing with each other, you know, it just breathes life into an office setting. I mean, it's it's just, it's mind-blowing the change that I see in these businesses that go through this. So 
that's something I've just gotten really clear on recently where I was like, yes, this is what I want to do more of because I see more change. So, Nora, you, you're high energy. You <laughs> obviously are a coach. You're involved in all that. So you're feeding to others. You've talked about how much you love seeing change in their lives. But where does the source of the energy come from you? Where do you get your wisdom and knowledge and thought? Mm. So I'm just a big, I mean, from my community and my network of people, like I said, who you surround yourself with is everything. So I have those key people in my life, but I'm also a huge believer in just reading and listening. I mean, it is kind of, I. we can talk about all these like heart dreams and everything, but I'm also very clear on, you know, what are my 12 you, 12 month goals and how do I reverse engineer that into my monthly goal and how do I reverse engineer that into what I need to, you know, accomplish at the end of this week and all of that stuff because I love that stuff. So is there a book or two you would recommend that has Mm. really spoken to you and is instrumental in your success? There's so many, but, um, you know, Brendan Bouchard is amazing and and he um, is just, he just put out a couple, uh, a new book this year. I was able to spend some time with him last year at uh, one of our coaching conventions. and But one of the ones that you and I had actually talked about that was fundamental th- that I think, like you, I would hand out to everybody is The Go-Giver by Bob Berg. And that's actually the book that I make companies read together because it's kind of business principles, mm-hmm. but it's principles for life. And if you really lived your life by those, I remember the one that always stood out to me is your true worth is the, um, what is it, Eric? The true worth. Your true worth is the measure of how much more you give in value than you receive in payment. And if we live that way and people start interacting that way, everything changes. You know, it's not this scorekeeping I give for you and you'll give for me. It's just like, let's go out into the world and just fill it up and try to give the world as much value as we can. And that's when your success comes. I couldn't say it any better than that. And what a great way to wrap up our show today. Oh, my gosh. We're out of time. Are we out of time? We didn't even get to do a lightning round. We didn't even get to do Uh, the lightning round. But I'll tell you what. It was great information, Maura. Thank you for sharing your story with our listeners. Uh, Congratulations on your success and certainly your continued success. Yes. And give people real quick the website. Spell it. How can people reach you? Moira Kasabitz, M-O-I-R-A-K-U-C-A-B-A.com. Wonderful. Thanks again for joining us this morning on Beyond the Business. Again, if you happen to miss one of our prior shows, go to the website, CoastalWM.com, click on Radio Icon, and you can listen to all of our podcasts from the past four years. All right. And we'll see you on our Facebook page, Beyond the Business. And until then, next week, Low Country, have a blessed week. Thank you for listening to Beyond the Business on News Radio 94.3 WSC. Tune in next Saturday morning at 7.30 for Beyond the Business, hosted by Eric Cox and Leslie Haywood, and heard exclusively on News Radio 94.3 WSC.